Well, it is that time already, time for the weekend, and also that means it's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you, and today we have kind of a fan-requested podcast um, because a couple, of th- uh, a couple of times here and there, I post, is there any specific topics that you want to hear about? And uh, someone asked me, to talk about what we have in Christ, our identity in Christ. And so I've come up with um, a list of, mm, let's see, five things. I think it's five. I'm questioning my math because I'm not the greatest. (laughs) But I think we have five things here uh, um, that we have in Christ. And we're going to go through these briefly on today's podcast. And then... I think we're going to develop them a little bit more in depth as we go on uh, through through this year. Um, You know, like I always say, we have interviews and certain other things that come up uh, that kind of stop these from often being sequential. But I think um, this will be a valuable uh, study, and I hope that uh, we enjoy it. And I hope Laura Strait... I hope that you enjoy it um, because I know this was some stuff that you wanted to hear about. And as I was researching this, there actually is a lot more that we could add to the list. And I'd be interested if you would like to add to this list, um, go to the blog um, post uh, for what we have in Christ, that episode. And then you can comment on the blog post with some things that you have found in the scriptures that we have been given by Christ. Before we get into the meat of our discussion, Adam, could you give us our quote of the day? Absolutely. This comes from God's Word right here, and it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That's James 1.17. All right, and so this is talking about the fact that every good and perfect gift comes from God. And so we often don't we often think about that we're Christians, that we have Christ, but we often don't stop to think about what exactly that means and what Christ has given us. And so we're going to start a study, like I said, over the next several weeks, um, kind of spread out a little bit, but that's the way it's going to go, about some certain things that we have in Christ. And I, what what we'll do for this podcast is I'm going to read um, the first point, and then I'll have Adam read the verse that corresponds, um, and then we'll just go through that way. So the first one is, we are made by Christ. And John 1, three says, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Now, of course, um, just because you were, you were created, just because you're on the earth, does not mean that you are a believer, that you are saved. But we, I felt like we had to start here because the very, the very reason that we serve God, the very reason that we want to please God is because he made us and uh, he has a purpose for that, as we'll talk about a little bit later in the podcast. Uh, the second one is we are saved by Christ. And Acts 4.12 goes with this. It says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now, when you ask someone if they're going to heaven, they may give you a variety of uh, of answers. Um, Some of them will 
be brutally honest and say no. But often they'll say, yes, I am. And you'll say, well, why? And they'll say, well, I go to church. I give my tithe. Um, I, you know, I'm pretty good to people. I think my good will outweigh my bad. Um, but the Bible actually says that no one is good. No one seeks after God uh, in their natural, in the natural course of life. And so they need God to intervene and seek after them and pull them close and then and then make a choice themselves for God. I don't understand how all that works. I just know that both of those things are mutually true, that we choose God, but only uh, because he also chooses us. And uh, I, I just want to encourage you that we are saved by Christ just as we are made by Christ. Adam, do you have any thoughts on these first two points? I think it's interesting the point that you made about where, you know, kind of Christ is, is, is waiting for us. You know, it's saying, you know, we're made by him and we're saved by him. But so many times it can be kind of that mindset of like, oh, I, ha- I have to really earn my way to be saved by him or earn my way for him to want me. But it's like he's always right there waiting it's not like you have to jump through these hoops or do these crazy tricks or be at this certain first-class point to where he'll take you in. But he's always actually waiting, wanting you to open that door. So that that was interesting. I thought that was a good point. Absolutely. And uh, our third is we are gifted by Christ. Ephesians four eleven through 12 says, And if he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints— for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. All right, and and this is an important one, too, because a lot of times we look at the gifts and talents that somebody else has, and we say, I wish I could do that, because that's really cool, (laughs) you know? Right. We often don't, and I know that for me, uh, you know, for a lot of years, for nine years, and one of these podcasts, I am probably going to come on and and give my testimony at length in detail because I never really have done that since I started this podcast. But it's also because I try to make it not about me, uh, but about edifying you. Uh, But I think it's important to tell my story. Um, So we'll get back to that. But my point here is I spent a lot of years wishing I could do what other people could do. And if I couldn't do what they could do, then what I could do wasn't that important. And what God is saying in this passage is we are important. We have a gift, and our gift is just as important as the next person's if we're a believer. If you're a believer, you have a spiritual gift, and so you need to develop it. How do you develop it? By finding ways to serve, and as you serve, you will realize how best you fit into God's family, into the body of Christ, because you do. And that's important. And let's see. So we 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 are made by Christ, we are saved by Christ, we are gifted by Christ, and our fourth one is we are employed by Christ. Um, we we often don't use this word, but I thought it was an apt word um, because we need to remember as. Uh, what it means, what God has really done for us. And for this um, point, Adam has a verse for a verse to read to us 
from we are employed by Christ. It's Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Did you catch that? We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath ordained that we should walk in them. I believe with all my heart that one of the, one of the things God created me to do was to do radio work. And so I'm grateful to be able to express that by doing this podcast. And I'm grateful to have Adam, who has come alongside me and puts in a lot of extra hours to help me do uh, what I do. And I couldn't do it without him. So, but I, I just really have embraced the fact that I'm employed by Christ. And it's very encouraging to me, too, because... You know, when I got out of college, I wanted to find this conventional nine-to-five job that would pay the bills so I could buy a house, so I could get married, so I could have a family and do all the things that normal red-blooded Americans do. And I'm still open to having a full-time job. I still hope that I will be married someday. But I'm learning as I go along that God has a plan, and he's working out his plan. And when, it, when the time is right in his plan, then, then these things will come together. But in reality, I wouldn't be able to take the time probably to do this podcast very well if I was working a 9 to 5, unless it was here at the radio station, which wouldn't be all bad. <laughs> but uh, that's another story for another time. But anyway, I just am very thankful that God has given me opportunities that fit with my ministry and my vision. Uh, well, well, his vision for my life. Uh, because if I just went after the the first regular job that looked good, I wouldn't have the time to do the things that I know that he's called me to. And so that's very important. So on these last on these last two, uh, we are gifted by Christ. We are employed by Christ. Adam, do you have any thoughts? The thought that comes to mind is where it says, you know, God hath before ordained that we should walk in in them, and it's kind of what you, we touched on a little bit. It, it jumps out at you because, um, you know, not saying that we're you know like slaves where God has has us in chains, but it's 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 a good workmanship. It's where once we get to know who He is, you know, you, you kind of want to submit yourself as a slave, as a worker for Him, and um, you know, He He has He has these jobs for us, and when we just kind of open our hearts to do so, like we were talking about in the first couple, where He's waiting for us. Not out of, you know, you need to do this, but out of love to walk in through that door. And then you see these jobs that he has ordained for you. It's pretty amazing what comes to you in your life after that. Oh, absolutely. And and the thing is, too, you know, I think it's intrinsic in human beings that we have to serve someone. You know, I go back to this every once in a while. I know it's a, it's kind of a secular lyric, but I kind of like it. Bob Dylan wrote a song where he said, you got to serve somebody. It may be the Lord or it may be the devil, but you got to serve somebody. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that we are intrinsically designed with the goal of service in mind. So the question isn't whether we will serve. Uh, the question is who we will serve. And, and that's really what we've tried to bring out in speaking for him is to say, you are made to serve. Now, who are you serving? And if you are serving Christ, how can we encourage you? How can we come alongside you to make sure that that service continues? Not because we want accolades, but because we know 
the best place to be is in the center of the will of God. So um, I think that's an important thing. And then uh, last but not least, we have hope in Christ. Adam? Our verses for this come from 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 through 53. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptibly, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immorality. Immortality, rather. <laughs> yeah. You don't want the first one. No. Yeah, that's kind of a, a big difference there. Right. And, uh, Second one's better sounding. Just so you know, uh, we we just want to make sure that we're, we're clear that we mean immortality. Yeah. <laughs> Enunciation on every correct Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, it's kind of funny because I had I had a humorous antidote and things got humorous a lot faster than what I was going to say. <laughs> but I'll go ahead with it. When I was um, a kid, we went to a Baptist church, and on the on the wall next to the nursery was that verse: "We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed." I thought I thought, <laughs> I thought it was an apt description of what goes on in the, in the nursery because not every baby sleeps. Oh, true. But most of them are changed. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to throw that out there. But in all seriousness, we we have hope in Christ. This, this chapter in 1 Corinthians 15 is all about that hope. And the, the fact of the matter is that even if God had given us certain things on earth and then, he de- then Jesus died and never rose again, the Bible says that in this chapter, if you look at it in more detail, it says, we would be of all men most miserable. So the important thing that God gave us is hope for the future because he rose from the dead. And, you know, with my physical limitations and with some of the struggles that I have with pain and other things that I deal with um, because of my situation, you know, my temporary destination stinks sometimes. And if that's all there is, then I would be miserable because some days, if you're talking about day by day, on a day by day basis, some days are miserable. And I know some of you have things probably worse than I do. But the hope is that this corruptible will put on incorruption and this mortal will put on immortality. Someday, Lord willing, I am going to race down the streets of gold. On real new legs. I'm excited about that. I'm hoping there's sports in heaven because I feel like there's a lot of sports that I wish I could play now that I'm ramping up for. I have all kinds of, you know, sporting sports gear on order up there. So <laughs> I hope those orders go through. But seriously, I'm very excited um, to be able to do that. And I'll be racing the likes of Johnny Erickson Tata, who was paralyzed in the 50s or the 60s and hasn't walked since, but used her disability as the impetus to start a worldwide ministry to the disabled. And she's actually one of my inspirations. One of the reasons why I was able to come to grips with my disability is because my parents gave me a Johnny's Kids CD that talked all about how God uh, can work in our lives to compensate for our physical difficulties. And I thank her. 
I don't know if I'll meet her this side of heaven. It would be great to get an interview with her on this podcast. We'll have to see. You know, that's one thing you can pray for us going forward is I continue to try to reach out to some pretty well-known people, trying to nail down some interviews. Um, but uh, in the in the everyday scale of life, I don't rate very high, which in some ways is fine, but in some ways it gets a little frustrating when you want to get a, a really special interview scheduled for your podcast audience and it doesn't come together the way you wish it would. But God has already blessed. I've interviewed some amazing people and we have some amazing interviews coming up. I don't want to give away too much, um, but when it's done, I will definitely let you know. And I just ask that you would continue to pray that more of these will come together so that more people can hear the hope uh, through the stories of others of, of what Jesus Christ can and is doing through the lives of these people who are everyday people, but with God can do amazing things. Adam, do you have any thoughts about the hope we have in Christ? Just keeping in mind in everyday life, you know, if it, it just has kind of seemed hopeless lately because I, I want to believe that we do all have those moments where we, we kind of, you know, fall into darkness or doubt even or just times where it just seems to be so much. Just remember that um, there's so much more to come, and Jesus has made so many promises for us and does so much for us each and every day. Just just keep holding in there and just keep remembering that, like Andrew said, this is our, our temporary our temporary home. It's kind of like you're in an airport right now and you're just, you're walking through to the gate and you know, there might be some luggage problems that come up or maybe you get a a sandwich from a restaurant that tastes horrible for 10 (laughs) bucks and that's life. But remember that you're, you're walking in the right direction, but the key is you got to keep walking because if you stop, you'll be stuck there. Okay. I got to ask. First of all, that was a great analogy. (laughs) (laughs) But is there a horrible sandwich that cost you 10 bucks? (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think from an airport story if I had anything that was not great. I remember having a cheesesteak thing once, and I can't remember if this was at the airport or the mall, but it was uh, it was not great. And that's because it should have just been sold as a cheese sandwich and not a cheesesteak because there was so much. I felt like I was swimming in it instead of chewing. All, all I know is don't get the gas station sushi. No. <laughs> I've heard that on numerous occasions. No, no. So just throwing that out there. No, then your temporary destination may be way shorter than you think. <laughs> I know that we've gone a little humorous at the end, but I hope this episode's been encouraging to you. And my goal over the next several weeks is to develop each of these individual points um, and talk about them on a specific episode. So if you have any feedback, anything you'd like to add on any of these five points that we've discussed, please feel free to contact us with the contact information, which will roll at the end of the show. I think that's all we have for you this week. Uh, Please join us again next week uh, as we uh, come to you with Christian encouragement uh, for this journey that we call life. Um, for, For the Speaking for Him podcast, this is Andrew Gomison saying, keep serving the best masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter 
at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.